Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We have ignition. Oh, ahoy, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. This evening, we're going to set sail with uh, Luis, of course. You guys know I got to have him back. And I brought Jeff back. I know you guys haven't seen him in a while. I hope you've been trying to check in over there with him on his podcast because he's always got some good stuff going on. And I was blessed enough this evening to have Jason Kristoff board with me. And I'm not sure if you guys are uh, too familiar, you know, who, who's familiar and who isn't familiar with Jason Kristoff, but he is the, I guess, founder, I, I guess you could call it, of the self-sabotage coaching system. Yes. And, you know, if you're, if you're anywhere familiar with the <clears throat> conspiracy and health and stuff type world, you know, Jeff, somebody you've probably come across as he's developed a worldwide reputation as a, you know, straight shooting truth speaker who can make complex issues very easy to understand for everyday people. And I had a couple followers reach out to me and be like, man, you've got to get Jason on the show. And I was just like, you know, I, I'm going to try. And success so of course i've got him along with me tonight but if you guys know before we get into it too too deep i gotta go ahead and throw some love out there first of all to everybody that's out there listening across platforms wide and everybody watching on BitChute, rumble and odyssey i appreciate you guys for you know sticking with us and giving us the support that you guys do and if you don't mind you guys make sure that you uh stick on with that support for us and you can check out our sponsors we've got kirk phd.com forward slash jim bob forward slash and you can get yourself some consulting on gold and silver kirk's a real good guy we've had him on a show a few times already i definitely recommend reaching out and talk to him he'll uh he'll, he'll take care of you over there and of course you also got ammo can survival my buddy over there that is making um you know survival gear and plate carriers and stuff for the everyday joe he's a young guy and he's doing a good job at it so you guys just reach out over to him over there on ammo can survival at instagram and he'll uh he'll get you taken care of and then of course our newest sponsor at classicallearner.com and homeschools connected you guys reach out over there and use code freedom and you'll get a uh, five dollars off of your subscription for the homeschools connected because we're trying to turn homeschooling back into the norm you know there's too much going on in regular school and the stuff that it's causing nowadays it's getting a little outrageous and you know speaking of outrageous things if you guys need some good soaps and candles and homemade stuff that's not full of poisons and lord knows else what check out peachy key creations right now you can just check her out over on our facebook page and on our and our etsy you can get orders in through or to through there She's got some great homemade items. Currently, she's got a new set of peach candles that smell fantastic. So I definitely recommend you guys check that out, especially if you like all natural products. And of course, if you don't mind, jump over to the unconstitutionalawakening.com and click the link and get over there and get you some of this awesome Freedom Pirate merch. We've got all of our coolest emblems and just about anything that you could want. We've got hats and shirts and cups galore. So you guys make sure you get over there and check that out. I appreciate you guys pausing for me for a moment. How is everyone doing this evening? Excellent. Doing fantastic. Thank you for having us on. Of course, of course. I, you know, I, I was, I reached out to Jeff here a little while ago, and this was one that I had to plan ahead. 
And, you know, I was glad to have Jeff back with me because he was like, hey, man, can I come on? And I was like, yes. And then I was like, wait, I've got somebody on that night. Do you want to come on still? He was like, you right. So <laughs> appreciate it, bud. And I'm so old. I, I, I now, as far as Jason, I reached out to him a while back and I know he's a busy man. So I was very patient and willing to wait. So I guess, Jeff, if you uh, if you could, is there any way you could give us a little bit of info about yourself for the folks that are out here checking you out maybe for the first time? All right. So I, I'm a host and co-host of two different podcasts. I got the Bucks for America podcast there. That's going 100 plus strong episodes. And we just started a recent one called Dosed After Dark Podcast, where we do a whiskey review. We talk about what's upsetting us and we try to solve the world's problem within about two and a half hours. We stream on Fridays live on YouTube. Fantastic. I appreciate that. So Jason, is there any way you could uh, give us a rundown of maybe yourself a little bit so the folks out here that might be coming across you for the first time know what they're know who they're listening to well it, it probably starts off with uh my early days i was your typical soulless north american meatbag trying to get to the top of the uh, to the corrupt ruling period a pyramid where all the parties and ladies were and um i opened a fitness club after graduating from university but I didn't know that I carried, I know now, but I didn't know at the time that I carried a lot of these mind viruses, these very destructive mind viruses that are implanted into most people who watch TV and movies and they can lay dormant. Uh, they can also be very active. And when I opened that uh, fitness club in 19, I think it was 1994, I was very successful right off the bat. I was making a lot of money and that laid the trigger down for some dormant programming regarding what a human's supposed to do when they come across some wealth. And that was, you know, fast cars, fast women, strip clubs, cocaine. And by the, I opened it when I was 24 and by the time I was 29, I was almost dead. So if you have these dormant psychological programs in your psyche and you you know and they're about destroying yourself if you come across more money you just load bigger bullets into bigger guns and try and blow your own head off with it and i i was um i couldn't walk at 29 my left leg wasn't working i had all kinds of disease symptoms and i phoned a friend who was a czech practitioner so a czech practitioner are holistic you know, therapists, they graduate from the Czech Institute, that's C-H-E-K in Vista, California, owned and operated by Paul Czech, uh, the world's number one health guru. And when they came to see me, yes, they knew I was sick. They knew I was depressed. They knew I was suicidal. They knew my body didn't work. They knew I was addicted. But Czech practitioners know that's just, those are just symptoms. That's not the root cause of the problem. The root cause of problem is these psychological mind viruses that are put into all the humans purposely. So they disempower themselves, they self-abuse, they, they're addicted, and they just, it's a five-star first-class ride into the abyss. You know, it's a race to the bottom when you have these programs running in your mental hard drive. So they, they pretended to rehab me physically, but they were really rehabbing me mentally and sort of cleaning my hard drive, doing you know a virus check on my mental hard drive, getting rid of a lot of the negative programming that was put into me by government media, 
uh, radio, print media, newspapers, even the government school system is fingered heavily in this. And I went to the Czech Institute and started to learn these things. I became a trainer. And then I found I was training people get, you know, they had to pay me a lot of money to train them, but they were like me. I found out my clients were like me. They're afraid to be wealthy, afraid to be healthy, afraid to be successful, afraid to give up their addictions. They were doing their own first class five-star ride into the abyss. They were, they were terrified to be better. And so what I found out through further studies at the Czech Institute is how to defragment their mental hard drive and actually use this hypnosis, brainwashing, behavior modifications. I literally, the only thing that worked was to hypnotize them and put them in hypnotic trances, but to use the same brainwashing techniques that are used against the public, the media and government use them to disempower the public. And I just use the same techniques to program them to be better. And it's the only thing that's ever worked in my coaching career. And once I mind controlled them to be better, I didn't need to be with them anymore. Like the program, they're on cruise control. They control their, themselves in the kitchen. They control themselves at the restaurant. They're, they're robots, but I program them to be better. So that's what I do now. I have a self-sabotage coaching school, an international coaching school, where I teach these techniques to health professionals all across the world. I have medical doctors in my program, and they use my same techniques to get their, get their patients to stop hurting themselves. Because that's what's going on is everybody today is, you know, destroying themselves by their own hand. Sure. I mean, look at look at here recently it coming out about the Skittles being under fire for the uh, titanium dioxide. And, you know, as somebody who's been paying attention to this for quite some time, you know, I, I wanted to point out, look how much other stuff has titanium dioxide in it. Like, you know, they're they are systematically the same people that are making the medicines are systematically poisoning us in the foods to keep us on those medicines and to keep money in their pockets. And it's 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 quite the trip you know I'm, I'm i'm actually glad to see a lot more people moving to a more holistic type lifestyle uh, it, it's kind of a reoccurring theme over here on this channel we've uh, we've got folks that have tried to turn away from the system and their food and the way that things are done and going more you know natural based in a lot of things like i i'm a homesteader i've got you know goats and chickens and hogs and stuff like that i'm I'm, i believe in raising my own food because if i raise my food i know where it comes from and the stuff that i can't raise i have local farmers that i can trade up with and stuff and back and forth people that i trust that are right here in the same town that i speak to on a regular basis and you know i think it makes a world of difference on the things you're putting in your body you know, uh, compared to everything else, because it, you know, you made mention of being so sick by the time you were 29. And I imagine it had a lot to do with the intake of things you were putting in your body in that time, whether it be food or drugs or Lord knows what. I was putting everything in my body, but I was, you know, I was doing what everybody else was doing and I was getting what everybody else was getting, what the way hypnosis and mind control and brainwashing work is 85% of brainwashing is repetitive. It's based on repetitive exposure. So when you grow up and there's commercials about Cheerios and mini wheats and cow's milk, it's, you know, build strong bones. These are all 
fabricated lies based on repetition-based mind control. And the people who have organized those lie-based repetitive contents that we suck in through our subconscious mind pathway, they've always weaponized them against the public. Like pasteurized cow's milk will absolutely destroy you. It wasn't a misunderstanding of the science at the time. Uh, This was a weaponization of the known science that if you want to rule large tracts of human beings, you can't rule independent, strong, and vital human beings. You can't farm lions. You can only farm lambs. So the people in power have always manufactured these lies, imprinted those lies into our our psyches, our subconscious mind pathways through repetition. And they've always, it doesn't matter if it's fluoride's good for your teeth or milk's good for your bones or, you know, shots are good for your immunity. These are all about tricking us to poison ourselves because they don't have the power to do it by force. So the only, this is a World War III scenario where the evolution of war is actually getting people to destroy themselves. You don't even have to pay for any of that. <clears throat> Very, I was mention, you know, did you see the tough study that, uh, that supports part of what you're talking about? They released a study that uh, the IPCC was, I believe, talking about it. Um, about what's the future of food and like what is good for the environment, bad for the environment, what's good for you or not. And they put cereals at a higher value than eggs and, and red meat. I'm trying yes. to find a study to show it. It's absurd. And it's an example of fake science being used to manipulate people's minds. Oh, yeah. And that, oh, good. go ahead, Jeff. My, my apologies. Um, one, of, one of my biggest things I like to point about out about fake science being fed to us as truth is when they went after saturated fats and it was actually sugar like that's that's a real thing like there's a lot of there's a lot of good fats in those saturated fats that they took away from everybody and now they're now they're eating things covered in seed oils and stuff that aren't really that good for you and like canola oil which is just a byproduct like i'm not sure if how many of you here i'm sure you have jason but i'm not sure if you two have ever seen canola oil before it's bleached like you you wouldn't eat it if you've seen it sitting there, what it looks like before they turn it, you know, clear, like it looks like it's, it's, I don't know, man, there's a lot of disgusting things out there for sure. These are all weaponizations. I mean, canola oil is an omega-6 oil. Omega-6 oils are pro-inflammatory and they also control the banking system and then get us to invest. All this is based on us doing this to ourselves. So we're all excited about the stock market. And then the stock market is manipulated. So all the money goes in and all the big returns financially are in canola or in Pfizer or in any of these other modalities, which which actually destroy us, destroy our communities, destroy our bodies, destroy our children. And again, the foundational premise of this psychological manipulation is they're tricking us to fund and participate and even do to ourselves, destroy ourselves on their behalf. And that they're really keen on that because legally they're on side. If they were to go around the old methods of war, show up with the bayonets and the infantry and the tanks, 
there is a cause, cause and effect legally where you can really run down who's behind your enslavement. But when you enslave yourself, you go to the grocery store, you buy bad food, you go to the liquor store, you, you know, you're poisoning yourself, you're smoking. Like when you end your own life early, prematurely, uh, there's no one there to finger legally for tricking you into doing it. It's actually not even illegal to use propaganda to trick someone to euthanize themselves these days. So they've set up the legal system. So this is completely legal as well. Which, well, I mean, and, and it really is, you know, this is one of those aspects where you kind of start seeing everything tie together. Like I've always, I've always found health as one of those subjects because <clears throat> they have, you know, in, in systematically doing this too, they have also like shortened lifespans. I've brought this up to Luis before I know in the past, but I, I've got a big thing about going and walking through old cemeteries. You know, I live down here in the old South and the deep South and I'm in the middle of nowhere. And we, we quite frequently see just old off in the woods cemeteries that are there. And it's amazing to me when I see people that have lived almost 120 years before the 1800s or you know like during the 1800s and stuff like that and you're like but i thought it was running rampant with disease and death and all this other stuff because they didn't know anything and uh, it's you know the more you're the more you learn i think the more you see that they just kind of did a good job at suppressing as much of it as they can that's why a lot of things are you know people have natural remedies for things and there's natural herbs and stuff out there that do the healing because they based these petroleum-based products off of that and you know just started feeding them to us like with the list of side effects is longer than your arm I, I not sure about you guys over there but i know growing up watching watching tbs as a kid after school there was probably a a prescription drug commercial every five minutes about something you know like whether it be you know a real disease or just something that they're just i don't know they just pull out of the air sometimes like sometimes i hear them and i'm just like well, yeah, you know, maybe maybe that's just because of what you're either putting in your body or your your lifestyle. That sounds like a like a problem of a lifestyle. Like you, maybe you need a lifestyle change, which is why I like what you got going on up there, Jason. Because you know the self, you're a self sabotage coach. So basically, you're trying to keep people from doing this stuff to themselves. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to undo the programming that they get because you're right. Those those commercials that you're talking about are all, you know, they're repetitive and 85% of mind control is repetitive based on repetition. So the more you see these commercials that, Hey, you're sick, that ask your doctor if, you know, Prevost said is, is right for you. You think that doctors are health professionals. You think that doctors of, are these vessels of knowledge that are beyond that are only sort of sourced to them. And this is a complete fallacy. Medical doctors take less than, sometimes they don't even engage in any nutrition uh, education during their tenure at medical school. They don't take anything for exercise. They don't take anything for stre uh, stretching. They don't take anything for lifestyle. And they don't go over your diet when you go in. And they, they don't go over your stress. They don't do anything that would reflect that they're holistic health experts. They're pharmaceutical salesmen and pharmaceutical sales ladies. They get paid very well. And they're only back, like there's no boots on the ground evidence 
to validate the idea that medical doctors are health professionals, but people believe it because of shows like ER and Grey's Anatomy and Doogie Howser MD and all the other medical shows that drown us with this propaganda and imprint in our subconscious mind pathways, this cruise control attitude that doctors are health professionals. So we, the, this idea that doctors are health professionals, it's a complete fantasy, but people are living out illogical fantasies all the time. And that's what I do is I teach people how these illogical fantasies drive their behavior outside their conscious awareness. And we try to activate their conscious mind, which is a logical and rational part of the mind. And it does take a bit of modality and a bit of different modalities and different coaching techniques to shut down the subconscious fantasy obedient, go along to get along part of the brain and reactivate the rational and logical conscious mind that will be able to see that the most healthy people don't go to the doctor. If you go to the doctor a little bit, you're sick. And the people that are the most sick, they go to the doctor the most. So we have to really bring the logical and rational part of the brain called the conscious mind to the forefront if people are going to work their way out of these cruise control fantasies that drive them off the cliff of life. These, these past couple of years have proven that there are tons of hypochondriacs all over this country. <clears throat> like, oh my Lord, like, you know, you've, yeah, you know, I, I grew up around a grandmother who was a, who was a hypochondriac, you know, like she would, she would get into something or whatever. And it was like, you know, oh, there's something wrong with me. I have to go get it checked, you know? And I'm just like, whoa, like that was, you know, that was just always weird to me. And as I got older, you know, that I got further and further away from any of that kind of stuff. You know, that's just, I'm, I'm definitely a, I guess you would consider a black sheep. They, they probably just listen to the show just to laugh at me, but you know, but on going back to where you were talking about the pharmacies, just here's a good example, I guess I could give to everyone just in 2021 alone. Now think about this pharmaceutical giants like Moderna, Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson and you know these are just like the top 3 that you see right off the top they they profited 65 million between between the 3 for 2021 it was like, billion billion yeah billion billion i'm sorry you're correct billion and it's just like it's just like why are you making so much profit off of supposedly healing people? Like that's been something I've always, I've always had a problem with, you know, like I hear people all the time speak of either universal healthcare or they speak of something like this. And I'm just like, why, why do you want more of these same psychopaths, these government entities and stuff that are already pulling strings with lobbying and such to be in charge of healthcare? Like, I think that's the last thing on earth we should ever request because I think the true goal should be to like you're doing is teaching people that health is about what you do to your body, like what you put in your body, what you do with your body. You know, if you if you sit there and eat a honey bun for breakfast every day, McDonald's for lunch and Lord knows what for dinner, followed by a 12 pack of beer and sitting in front of the television for seven hours until you fall asleep. Of course, you're going to have diabetes and high blood pressure. I mean, it, it, bottom line, you're, you're not using your body to do anything with it. And, and I do, I, I can see where that is like a self-sabotage, you know, like the, you are willingly doing this to yourself and, you know, get up and comfort live a little, is addictive. guys. It comfort is. is addictive. It is. It is. It is. That's it. Comfort is addictive. It, 
I, but it does boil down more into a lot of uh, psychological issues. You know, the mixture of brainwashing <clears throat> on top of not being really taught anything in school except for maybe the P Pythagorean theorem, but you sure as hell don't know how to filter your own water and, you know, any of that kind of skill or anything coming out of school, like things that are actually important. And then on top of it, you know, you like you said, the repetitive and propaganda, like prop... <clears throat> America, well, I mentioned this before, but America and Australia are the only two countries that are allowed to advertise pharmaceuticals the way that they do. There's the rest of the world doesn't play that shit. Like they're just like, no, guys, you can't sit here and force feed and propagate that these people have something wrong with them. Like, I, I don't, I personally don't think the world the rest of the world reacted near as bad as our big cities here in like America or even like Europe and stuff like that over the past two years when hypochondria nation became a thing, you know, like I, my life never stopped. I was, I had to change professions. I had got away from doing heavy lifting all day and was a mechanic, but then that stuff came along and caused panic everywhere. And I had to go back to heavy lifting, which doesn't really bother me. It keeps me in shape running around with 400 pound refrigerators all day being a tiny guy like you you'd be surprised at how much of a workout that kind of stuff that kind of work just gives you just in general and like you i don't know my my life didn't change other than the fact that they made things a lot harder for me if i wanted to deal with society and i that's where a lot of my problem comes in and where a lot of my basis of things are is <clears throat> i i truly don't believe i'm going to be able to save or change everyone and so instead i'm working towards just like building a new because rome is crumbling and as it crumbles if we have things to fall back on and connections like you know i have here with my friends here on the show that i keep making and growing daily you know we we could actually see success on the other side of the crumble of rome because i mean it's falling fast you guys there's as they say, the veil is being lifted, and on a daily basis, you're seeing other things coming out left and right that are just complete garbage that I got called a crazy pirate for. You know, crazy conspiracy pirate guy. Don't listen to this guy. He's not credible. And then now it's like, wait a minute. He was right again. And I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. I, you need you need me to tell you about something else? Like, look out. There's other countries that are getting kind of froggy. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's ridiculous to that everybody throws science out the window and treats it as a religion. Like, that's what I see. That's what I've seen for the past two years is you're like your pastors, your, you know, if that's what you want to call them or whatever, told you that this is how it's going to be. And you just believed them. You didn't go out and live for yourself. So many people died of suicide compared, compared in my opinion, so many people took their own lives because they were, panicked into lock throwing their life away because they were told that we were all going to be dead by this time like and here we are what about you jeff why don't you chime in well i was going to mention that i don't know if you guys are familiar with dr simone gold she's been a big for proponent about medical freedom and she just got uh, slapped with 60 days in jail because she was there in on july or on january 6th but she was there actually to present as a speaker she actually spoke she was asked to leave she left she actually had a permit for it but her biggest proponent because she's a doctor and a lawyer out of uh, california 
And her her idea was to promote healthy ideas, healthy thinking, and challenge and question everything that was going on. It's just unfortunate that she's getting bullied, but that's just how it works because she's really leading into speaking about the truth about what's going on, like what we're discussing tonight. And with her being a fighter and being able to stand up for everybody, not willing to back down for being possibly threatened to lose her license for being practicing law and practicing uh, medicine, she's just right up there in front of them. I've been, I don't know, have you guys been paying attention to the Nuremberg Project 2.0 in, uh, in, the, U, in the EU? Yes, yeah, Dr. Fulmer. Yeah, that's pretty interesting stuff that they have going on. I'm really hoping they'll take off. But my thoughts are, is who are they going to be putting in jail? What what will be their their main targets? Are they going after the board and CEO of like the big big uh, car, uh, pharma, or are we going after the WHO or the CDC? What is their main directive? Louise, well, with everything that's happening, I I definitely see that we are slowly seeing the general population is questioning almost every point and every narrative, even nationwide here. Nobody cares about what the mainstream is showing them. They care about what's happening to them, what's affecting them. And they're not shifting their focus because the media is bombarding them with nonsense. They don't even watch the news anymore. The news broadcast like ratings has prominent nationwide. And what the craziest thing is 73% that was years ago of of advertising was pharmaceuticals on television. So even though like you get news and sometimes they'll say something, some of pharmaceutical companies at the end of the day, they pay everybody. They pay the small channels, the big channels, the radio, everybody is living off pharmaceutical money because that's the highest paying. So that's the main crux of our problems is we have around 10, 15 companies that produce all of our foods. And then we have only a few companies that produce all of our drugs. Yes, it's less, but I'm not even including the tiny big players that like, so, but yes, about six produce the 90% of the food. And it's also junk, you know, and, and we're going to look, look at the Netherlands. They're trying to cut the supply of food in order to build 900,000, 950,000 homes. And what, what do they want to do? They want to take away the farmland and build houses. And they're like, who are you building houses for? The new people that we're, we don't have the, the space for. So there's a lot of like changes are happening. People are realizing, oh, these people are working for, for themselves. They're not working for us anymore. So well, the fight most, is coming. Yeah, most of the people that we're dealing with, it's under that same foundation. They're getting paid to destroy their family, getting paid to destroy themselves, getting paid to destroy their communities. And because we were fattened on gluttony and luxury and capitalism for a very long time, people think that somehow all the chaos and crisis that they're getting paid to instill or inject into the society is somehow going to bypass them. So this, this short-term thinking, every police officer, every, everybody in the military that are in, like, in the Netherlands, you know, the police are charged with going after the farmers, but this is how silly. And the school system has produced the police officers who don't think long-term or are completely dependent on the system. So they can't think long-term. It's called paycheck mind control. And the police officers are setting up this euthanasia, 
based system that their kids will walk into and their grandkids probably will never walk into because they're going to euthanize the cops children and this is how, how what happens to a society when they you know they everybody starts thinking about instant gratification and they become sort of narcissistic where they only think of themselves and the paycheck that's coming two weeks down the road if the police officers knew that the you know, that the, the you know the parliament of the netherlands was taken over by the world world health organization or the world economic forum and their intent is to euthanize the police officers children to the point where the gene line will stop maybe they wouldn't be so keen to enforce these evil dark and satanic laws that are being pushed through uh you know in in basically a geographical area with fake borders called the netherlands well i think that's happening because a lot of cops around the world are quitting it's not exclusive to the united states a lot of cops around the world are quitting and that's kind of a problem because then a, the vacuum is filled with really bad people. So this is kind of a weird shift that governments can use in order to hire basically dumb automatons that they can control Robots. that are sometimes borderline criminals. <clears throat> because in, in some places, literally the cops behave like gangs, like cr controlled yeah, uh, uh, violence mean, by the state. You mean here? Yeah. <sighs> They certainly can operate like gangs. And again, it's a multifactorial system where because the schools didn't teach any sort of independence and there's no morality in school, there's no They don't more teach you your rights even. Yeah, yep. they're not teaching people how to write. Well, that bill video, remember? The dancing bill video? That's all you know. Yeah. Hey, they're not teaching people how to write because they always knew back in you know the the conventional slaves slave days in uh, you know maybe the 1800s or 1700s is that slaves would try to communicate if they could write you know you know through so they envision us as complete slaves they don't want us to have the capacity to write secret notes to each other like meet meet out by the oak tree at 11 o'clock and maybe we'll will make a break for it they want everything to be verbal and that's why they're destroying the verbal capacity of the children too they're causing them lots of brain damage through you know the tsunami of poisons that they drown the children in so these are long-term plans these are long-term agendas it has nothing to do with what really what's really going on right now it has to do with looking back at history seeing this is a pattern this is a trend and we know where they're trying to to bring everybody and we really got to put the brakes on and get these vipers out of power if we do not we're all going to be in real trouble vaccinated unvaccinated everybody they don't intend anybody uh, reach their full potential whatsoever and they're actually looking to remove you know billions of people from the planet and grab tighter control of who remains it's it's actually that you brought that up i was just reading the other day and one of the few news stations that i actually do pay like it's not it's not a watching news station but it's one of the few online that aren't completely full of crap i mean they are sometimes but not as bad as everybody else anyway 
Um, that you know the vaccine, n- the numbers of the vaccinated are or either injured or whatever are starting to grow higher than the number of people that actually died from COVID because you know they had to adjust all those numbers since they were kind of inflating a bunch of those numbers, and I think that's just more of that proof coming out that you've got things that there was a there was definitely a gun jumped and way too much forced onto people at one time that didn't have anything backing it other than somebody being like trust me bro we wouldn't hurt you and i it is coming out though like not only in that but in everything else like i made mention of the skittles and if you look there's a bunch of other if you actually look at like the lawsuits that are going on right now there is a bunch of food and home care products and other things alike that are coming under fire i think i was just seeing banana boat sunscreen coming under fire because it it's finally proved that it causes cancer something that i've been trying to tell people for years but you know i'm like you got to get your son your vitamin d you've got to get your son sure can you get out there and hurt yourself in the sun absolutely anybody can but if you're you know constantly covered in 100 proof or 50 proof spf you know you're not getting the stuff into your skin like you properly need like that's my buddy unchained that's actually one of the things in his chapter is your vitamin d on intake is you know and spending time in the sun and stuff like that because that's where you get that vitamin d to build strong bodies and immune systems and stuff definitely not in pasteurized milk from lord knows where Mm -hmm. to continue following with jason there it reminds me of a speech that uh, the Reich Marshal Her- Hermann Goring gave back in uh, March 12th of 1940. And pretty much ever since the wo- end of World War II, is we, we moved right into World War III. We had this con- com- continual bombardment of all these different toxins. And basically, he summar- just to summarize, I'm not going to read the entire pl- uh, thing, but we basically volunteered our own concentration camps by doing this and by, by dividing into these little tribes of everything that's been going on, by where you where you where you want to stick behind it follows your narrative it supports your your um claim to fame or whatever you're trying to boost your credibility or whatever thing but that's essentially what we've gone through now we've seen there's a big massive awakening that's why we have some of these podcasts that have been going on there's been awakening of people recognize all this uh toxicity that's been going around and with uh, jason's courses and the and the those who are addressing the trauma and going through and and recognizing their self-sabotage because i went through a journey of self-sabotage to myself and then i stopped here i don't know six seven years ago and kind of just started sort of thinking ahead of myself just setting these smaller goals that are that are able to obtain so this way then you avoid the self-sabotage you, you avoided the creeping in of those demons that are always willing to ready to pop out at the wrong time every time but I mean, that's, you know, I think I believe that when they pop out like that, it's because that's your time to face that, you know, specific issue. I, you know, we've all we've all definitely got our stories and probably all have some good self-sabotage stories. And I'm, I've, you do walk a fine line after that. You really do, because it, no matter how much you try, there is always that thing or whatever it is dangled in front of you you know it's it's like you can never actually fully escape it and and your best bet though is to continue to be strong and show that you don't need whatever vice i guess you could call it or whatever you want to call it is that's that's bringing you to sabotage because that is 
that is a, a big thing I will say through a lot of stories and a lot of talking to people is that's one thing that people have in common when they're finally reached to the point of what they consider their success, I guess, you know, our, you know, you, when you consider yourself in a better place is, you know, we all had a point where we had to hit rock bottom and come to the realization that we were our biggest enemy. I mean, that's, that, that's really all there is to it on that aspect. Like I've, I have been my own biggest enemy quite a few times in life, but you've just got to, you've just got to play it or play around with it, I guess, sometimes and figure out how to work with yourself better than, than, you know, destroy yourself because that's that's not the point you know like you I, i'm not sure about the rest of you guys here i know me like i i don't i don't give it to all of them as the reason that i continue to keep going or whatever but my you know my wife and kids are a great reason to help avoid any more forms of self-sabotage so that a way i can give them something better than even i even had you know i i, I know they're gonna have their down times and their terrible times growing up and stuff like that and they've got their own lessons to learn but i'm hoping that maybe i can be able to guide them and avoid some of these terrible hard lessons that some of us have had to go through because good lord man this world will eat you up if you ain't careful yeah it's important that uh, everybody understand too that in you've made that rite of passage from child to adult and you probably had to, in psychology, for that transition from the child's psyche to the adult psyche, for that to be made, you have to experience pain and you have to experience failure. I mean, we combine them, we call them experience. And that allows you to become a fully fledged adult member of the tribe and someone that's responsible, someone that you can count on, someone that's strong and a strong leader. This is another reason the people who rule us use the mind control in the movies and the TV shows to get us obsessed with painkillers. Their most effective painkiller is caffeine. Their second most effective painkiller is alcohol. You have all the other things over the counter painkillers, you know, um, prescription painkillers. Everything in our society is a painkiller. Now, the reason they want us addicted to painkillers is because number one, it changes brain function to make the person more apt to be put under mind control effectively. But if you need pain and failure to more from child to adult, if the person's addicted to painkillers, they never go through that proper rite of passage, which goes around full circle that you can only farm lambs, you can't farm lions. So when you have a society of people that are pain adverse, and you see that there's no thumbs down on YouTube anymore. In California, you don't have to write the SATs in case you fail to get into university. In public schools, they pass you even if you're too dumb to go. And if you, there's a six-person race at a sports day and one person comes first and the other person comes sixth, Everybody gets a participation ribbon because the guy who finished six might feel some pain. The person, the kid that has to be held back because he's too stupid to go to the higher grade, he might feel some pain. Even in university, they were making safe zones for us. I was in university 25 years ago. I'm like, why do we need safe zones as adults? It's to create this bubble wrap society. Even teachers today or people, people that work for the government, they're really depressed. And they don't understand that depression there is a, it's a guardian, it's not a goblin, but everybody's going to the medical system under this program and saying, I'm in pain, my mom died, my dad died, I'm working a job I don't like, I'm depressed. 
And they're always being programmed through the TV, the media, and the government policies to think it's a malfunction. And they're so afraid of pain. And because they're afraid of pain, they're, they're afraid of the maturation process. The natural maturation process in psychology, psychology is called individuation, where you individuate yourself from the herd, like you're an individual, you know, the herd might have problems with you, but you feel you're strong enough mentally, physically, and financially to not be overcome by their attitudes or their, their immoral or unethical behaviors. You feel strong enough to push back. And today, this bubble wrap society has been sold the idea that pain is a goblin and that the pain in your life is, is a symptom that you're a problem, that there's a malfunction in you, that something's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you whatsoever. Depression is there to guide you onto the better path. I mean, things that are lies will cause pain in your life. Things that are the truth will cause uh, pleasure, result in pleasure in your life. So the more pain you have in your life, the more lies you're living. And some people have Santa bags full of lies. They're carrying about 40 or 50 lies in their Santa bag. Of course, they're depressed. So all of this, again, a very big mechanism. It's like there's 150 pieces in a watch. They all work together to accomplish one goal, which is tell the time. All these institutions and mind control modalities throughout our media, they've all been handcrafted over decades to make sure we, we disempower ourselves all the time. We don't understand that pain is there to help us. Pain is there to guide us. And there's nothing wrong with us. If we're working a job we don't like and putting poison in our mouth, not getting proper sleep, of course, you're going to be depressed because your body knows you're going to die early and you actually have a mission here. You're not here to drink coffee, put your hands down your pants and, and you know, work for Darth Vader down on the Death Star. That's not why anybody's here. Well, I'm sure I'm sure everybody's seen here recently about it coming out about the uh, <clears throat> like the psychological disorders not being as linked to imbalances as they once to, as they once to always claimed. And, you know, they're, they're eyes don't work. <laughs> yeah, it will, yeah, you know, they never did. They just no. stop gaps. They're just like temporary. That's that's more the way I, I explain to friends of mine that whenever they're thinking about taking it, you're going to take this for a very short period of time because you have you're like off the kilter in some cases. Some friends of mine have been and it has helped. I took it for like a few months. It did help. And I noticed when it stopped helping and I stopped taking it. Of course, it takes a lot for somebody to stop taking them. And doctors don't want you to generally get off them. And that's the that's the problem with the healthcare system is that they're not properly even using these tools in, in a prop like Clonopin and like, what is it? Benzos. Benzo addiction in the United States has like, well, it's skyrocketed worldwide and nobody thinks about benzos, but benzos are more dangerous than opiates. And sleeping Absolutely. like Slunesta, that's a benzodiazepine drug, extremely damaging to the brain. And people are taking that everywhere. Millions of people take it every year. And, 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 they've, and they've done a good job at getting folks hooked at like a young age. You know, if you're, if you're a regular kid at six years old and can't sit still, well, you need Adderall. Bro, you're a six-year-old kid. You know how hard it is for me to get my six-year-old kid to sit still? I don't think he needs Adderall. I'd make him go outside and run around for a little while if he can't sit still in the house and hang out with me if we're doing something in here. I'm just like, you got too much energy, bro. It's time to go hang out with the goats for a little while until you can calm down. 
And it's important that everybody knows is there's a part of the brain called the conscious brain that cannot be put under mind control and for it to maintain its effectiveness to be outside the grasp of mind control, it always has to have its eyes moving over the complete horizon. And in black magic and in, you know, conventional hypnotherapy, uh, in black magic, it's called fixing the gaze. And that's what Adderall was there to do is to fix the gaze, fix the eyesight of the child on a very small point of attention and all hypnosis and all mind control usually starts with the hip. That's why the, the old hypnotist used to swing the watch back and forth. Cause when you fix the gaze, you initiate the secondary defense mechanism, which is the subconscious mind pathway. And that mechanism for protection is obedient and it's reflexively obedient to command. And it goes along to get along. It's very compliant. So this is what the average person doesn't know is the kid that is in school and will, refusing to fix his gaze, he still has a very firm conscious mind that knows that this is the part of the brain you really want as your primary defense mechanism. But in order for the conscious mind to be on the job, executing its primary defense mechanism, it has to have the eyes rolling over the complete horizon. Once you fix the gaze, and that's why hypnosis is great when someone watches TV, Clockwork, Clockwork Orange, they had their eyes open and they were watching the films. Anytime you fix the gaze, you initiate this compliant, this hyper-compliant, super obedient part of the brain called the subconscious that doesn't have any rational or logical ability to judge long-term consequences of its behavior. And that's why there's a TV in every house. That's why they want us always fixated on small points of attention, like the movie theater and the TVs. People have to understand these are all connected and even kids uh, should never be educated in this way. This is why in ancient societies, if they wanted to teach them how to farm, you go to the farm. If you want to teach them how to hunt, you take them hunting. There's no sitting down and fixing of the gaze. And if there is, it has to, you got to, they're automatically in a hypno trance called alpha brainwave state if you make them stare at a teacher. So you best, uh, beware that you better be throwing some truth into that subconscious mind pathway. Because if you start lying to the children, when they have their gazes fixed, um, they're going to live out lies and have very painful lives. And, and, you know, none of these, none of the dealers ever partake in any of the supply. You know, you can go through history and you can look at these things. The, the inventor of the TV refused to allow one into his house. The inventor of the iPhone didn't even want his kids to have one. A lot of these medical professionals and stuff won't even take the drugs that they will prescribe you because they know that it is not what the body truly needs. And, and, and I think that it's, it's interesting to point out and to let people know out there listening and watching and such that that you should look into these because you can actually see where there's a lot of these weird situations where the dealer of this device or this medicine or this item refuses to use it themselves and I think that should tell you all all you need to know you know if you if you created something that was so great for humanity why don't you want to touch it and you know what yeah, Noah Harari. I don't know if anybody knows Noah Harari. Jeff, uh, Luis, you guys know not a, Noah. Not a, not a good guy. Right. Not a good man. Well, Hard was, man. Not a good guy, though. Yeah. 
he wasn't, he was interviewed about three weeks ago and the lady went off, the girl interviewing him went off in the bushes a little bit. I think it was unscripted. He's not a strong man. He got nervous. Um, and it looked like the interviewer was having a little bit of fun with him, like an orca with a seal. This guy? And, oh. and sounds and, fun. Oh, that guy. I want to see that. Yeah. Play. yeah. Yuval yeah. Noah Yuval. Harari. Watch it. We'll get, we'll get taken down. She, she started to ask him, do you use your cell phone? And he says, absolutely not. And she said, why? And he says, well, I know the programmers, the algorithms, um, the, the way the human brain is described is exactly how I described it. It has cruise control functions. And if Noah Harari stared into it and fixed his gaze, he cannot uh, resist the algorithms and everything that the behavior modification that is intertwined into a social media and I know personally chauffeurs that drive around music executives and people that sit at the, at the big table that as soon as they enter the limousine, they say, turn the radio off. And they know why, because the radio is really repetitive. It's all designed. The songwriters are all designed to be negative. Everything's dark and gloomy and depressing. And there's 13 chorus lines on average in every song and repetition drives the mind control. They say, turn it off. I'm not going to, and they don't watch TV. They don't watch movies because the way the human mind is designed, you cannot expose yourself to repetitive mind control and think that your behavior won't be modified. Yeah. Cause you've is a very weak, but it makes him a very dangerous man. And, and one of the things oh, yeah. that uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson discusses very often is like weak men become very, very dangerous. And he, I've talked about him on my, on my other uh, Dose After Dark podcast a few times, did a whole episode on him practically, but his whole idea, he wants to play God. He wants to manipulate everything. He wants to continue moving the blueprints of 1984 along, then slide in Brave New World and wants to begin all the, the editing and such. And, it's interesting to see what's going to happen because right now, because he's got the backing of the who he's got the backing of the CDC and, and he's also got world economic forum. So this man is the, uh, what's the doctor? one of the script writers of the storylines. There you go. Yeah. Well, part of the narrative we could, uh, I think, um, what's his name? Yosef. What's the doc, Dr. Death from world war two. He'd, he'd make him proud. Mangala. There we go. That's the son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, th these guys are, are bad guys, but we have to remember, look, there's, there's, it doesn't matter if it's the World Economic Forum or the World Health Organization. This is a very small group. And although they have head actors, they have your head actor in the U.S., there's a head actor in Canada, there's a head actor, and they've they spent trillions of dollars setting up uh, their little control grid. It's only about 10,000 people. Now, they've invested in the acting and the Hollywood production and all this sort of psychological manipulation because they realize they don't have the power to make us do it by force. So if we can understand the weakness in their game, their Achilles heel is looking at every sort of production they do. They've bought CNN, they bought CBC, they bought Sky News. They've bought everything because they know that they physically can't enslave us. So the media and the propaganda and the behavior modification, the mind control and the brainwashing, that's all they got. Now, because it's all they got, we know that they're weak. Because if they wanted to come and inject us all by force, they would do it. If they wanted to come euthanize us by force, they would do it. They don't have the power. They have to trick us into enslaving ourselves, polluting ourselves, disempowering ourselves, 
So in that lies our solution. The solution is if we can understand how mind control and brainwashing works, and I'm doing a documentary this fall that will fully expose it, and we learn to say no and stop destroying ourselves by our own hand, this is over very, very quickly in our favor. I, I was going to mention, um, since we were speaking about that fellow, that he actually wrote most of what they're planning in Homo Deus, uh, Brief History of Tomorrow, uh, if you want to learn more of what they're thinking, that's a good book because there's two ways to look at the sovereign. I think another one's the sovereign mind is like the idea of decentralization and centralization, the future of our human race. I vote for decentralization because that'll create, create more collective autonomy for the human race and allow us to truly exist how we want to exist. And eventually, it's funny enough, if you've ever seen the Jetsons and the Flintstones, they both exist actually potentially simultaneously in the same planet at the same time. And you can think about it as the Flintstones are the ones that decided to say no to technology, yet likely the dinosaurs are clones or robots. And the Jetsons decided to be the ones that are like the transhumanist. So it is really fascinating. We were, we were all, we grew, grew up looking at those different slides of Hunter Barbera. Those, those people were geniuses and they were incredible artists that really brought a lot of thought into their art. And sadly, there hasn't been a studio as productive as them for a very long time. But we, there are people that are wonderful that really want to bring ideas like that to everybody. And I thank you, Jason. That was a great point that we need to create models to allow people to understand. And I wanted to ask you one question was, if you can give your, a tool to your teen self that would have changed a lot of what your life would have become, what would that tool have been? What would that skill have been that would have greatly helped you when you were a teenager? Well, I think, I think the skill, I think what, what I'm thinking about here is what would have changed my mind about how this entire system works is there's these three videos I use all the time. And I think if people could go search them right now and watch them themselves, they would realize how powerful uh, this part of the brain is, how easy it is to hack and how quick they can hack it. And I would, I'm going to name three videos. If you go watch the, just go to YouTube, put in Max Major. Max Major is the name of the mentalist. He goes on America's Got Talent. He hacks Howie Mandel's brain in three minutes. And he also hacks the whole audience at the same time so that no one could ever accuse Max and Howie of being in cahoots. So go look up. It'll be Max Major, AGT, stands for America's Got Talent, and put semifinal. What Max Major does is hack the subconscious mind, and this is, and he hacks it exactly the same way our social engineers hack it in every movie and every TV show. Go watch that, and you'll see that Howie Mandel's reaction. Yeah, you could look that up. Um, yeah, that's a good. Th that's the same one. There is it uh, five minutes. Look up AGT semifinal if you can, and look it up on YouTube. But everybody's like Howie Mandel. If maybe they just want to watch this one video, they, they think they can't be hacked. They don't know anything about the subconscious mind. They don't even know they have one. I think that might be it right there. Um, I'm not too sure. I'm glad you can experience the show this way. No, that's not it. You're going to have to go right to YouTube. Don't use Bing because they're censoring it out. And I know why they're censoring it out because Gates owns Bing. Of course. Uh, yeah. So if you go right to YouTube, you can figure it out. Another one that people would really see how easy their subcon, like controlling people's behavior. This is about controlling people's behavior outside their conscious awareness. There's a magic show 
on Netflix called Magic for Humans. So if you just go to YouTube again, put in Magic for Humans and put Influencing the Influencers, this great hypnotist or mentalist called Justin Williams that was the key for the show, Magic for Humans. He brings three social media icons on there. I see it. You see it? And he brings these kids on. These three kids have 6 million social media followers each. And Justin Williams, who knows about the subconscious and how easy it is to hack people's behavior and control them, and I really mean control them, he pretends he wants to get into the influencing world, and he has an iPad, and he's showing them his ideas, but he's not showing them his ideas. He's mind controlling them with the images on the iPad. And these three kids are cutting them down, making fun of him. And he, you know, he pretends he's trying to get in a lesson and influencing. He then tells them he went to do this at a, a selfie restaurant or a selfie. I don't know in New York city, maybe Luis, there's some places where you could take selfies, but in California, there's many. it's New York city. It's every other place is designed. Right. To, so like, this place was let's in take LA. A picture in here. Yeah, no, but this is a place just for selfies. So the Justin Williams yeah. says, go out and take as many selfies as you want. They go out and get about 200. And he says, okay, everybody look at your phones yourself, pick one selfie and one tagline out of your 200 selfies each. And they all pick, they pick a photo, they pick one tagline, they put their phones down. He goes to a picture behind them that's got a cloth on it. He pulls the cloth down. He was there two weeks before and he made them pick the same selfie he took with the same tagline. And he said, I wasn't here to take a lesson in influencing. I was here to give it. And it shows you automatically that like, just like Howie Mandel and those three kids on the couch, they that's have, that's the exact one you want to go see. I'm telling you. I'll make sure to share it, guys. The average person, guys, these people, um, the, the top one is the one you want, the this 636, right okay? Because he hacks them in sort of a pre-video before he goes on stage. And he hacks everybody, including the studio audience, including um, Howie Mandel. And gentlemen, th- the hacking was three minutes long with six repetitions, okay? Because they do expose it. There's very minor repetitions. Six repetitions, three minutes most people are getting images of hedonism, gluttony, self-abuse in the 500,000 to million rep range watching TV and movies. They don't stand a chance. They really don't stand a chance unless they know what's going on with the TV and the movie screen. You know, and TV TV's actually uh, been shooting itself in the foot again here recently because everybody got away from cable because of all the nonsense of cable, and now everything's turning into streaming services that have turned back into cable. And yep. and you know, it's it. I think that just shows how much of a grip that they have on that part of the world you know I, I i'm very familiar with bringing up operation mockingbird you know which is the cia infiltration of the media and and you know not only did it not only does it affect like the the news and stuff like that like for those who aren't familiar but it also does affect like your everyday average actors that are over there in there you know not not all of them again i've always i've always said i don't think that every single one of something is bad you know there there's always still those some good folks out there good human beings and no matter what the aspect of something is but like you know they 
they were put into place by the CIA to do this exact brainwashing MK Ultra type techniques of the repetitive things. You know, there the repetitive stuff is also good though. You know, like you made mention of like the hypnotizing, and I know a lot of like personal shamans and monks and stuff that I've met that you know they they like to repeat mantras. You know, on a on a regular at certain tones and frequencies and stuff because that you know that same technique that they use against us can also be used back yourself to work on that subconscious that you're talking about earlier that is never you know never able to be brainwashed you know that's that's a real that's a real thing working on your subconscious and connecting to who you are spiritually because as i've again as i've mentioned before on here we're all just meat meat mech suits man who we really are is that light in there, you know, that consciousness that's always kind of eating at you, telling you and, and truly what's right this from wrong. This generator of energy. This, this generator center of, energy. of energy that just generates. Actually, there was a lot. You've seen many studies probably all before that the heart generates a field that's around six feet. Correct. So it was interesting that they said six feet, which is that field. And now we have the highest level of suicide globally that was predicted by the UN, by the way, it was predicted the famines that are coming. Everything was predicted if the lockdowns happened. So people were warned about all of this by genuinely worried human beings saying, hey, 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 don't do this. Stop, stop, stop. Don't do this. We were warned. And yet we followed the path of least resistance, which is follow orders, sir. Some of us see now, I think, I think the general numbers and I think places like, like, you know, you're, you're in New York city. So that's like the epicenter for everything, you know, it's outside Madness. of like LA and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Madness. I would say California is way worse than New York to an extent, but yeah, sure. Sure. But I mean, <laughs> you know, like those are, those are the epicenters of where this kind of stuff happens and where they get these, these ludicrous ideas and stuff like that. These big cities, these big major areas where everybody's kind of piled in on top of each other. Even, even Atlanta down here in Georgia was kind of a madhouse, but I'm far enough away and I'm so rural and off in the woods that it didn't change. Life didn't change. We all just kind of kept going. You know, now I'm like I said, I got back into doing appliances earlier and, you know, that literally takes going into people's houses and in and out and dealing with people directly. And I promise you, everybody throws COVID out the window when they need a refrigerator real quick. Like you, you forget that it even exists because you need that refrigerator in your house and you're going to do whatever it takes to get that refrigerator in your house. You know, it's, it's, but it is such a fine line with that propaganda. And I think there's so many, you know, you may mention earlier, Jeff, you know, about so many podcasts and stuff. I keep making the joke and I'm not going to stop either. They always said that the revolution will never be televised because it's going to be totally guys like us on the internet doing it together instead of doing it, you know, on these boxes that people continue to have in their house. The TVs, though, are kind of going down, you know, like sure, people still have them and such, but. There's not there's more pe there's less people that watch things like CNN or Fox News today than ever before. You know, mainstream is dying it's slowly. Fat. I think it's not a lot faster here recently because they have been shown to be so non-credible, you know, like because they're 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 feeding you a line of shit and within a day they're just like, oh crap, they're having a backpedal, or the the shooter that they had didn't fit the story. So we're not gonna talk about this one. Let's see if there's another one we can talk about. You know, it's it's it it's clear that it's propaganda at this point from my I mean, we're not in a recession. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not in a recession. They had to rewrite the definition on Wikipedia, and then Wikipedia had to step in weirdly and stop them from changing the definition because people kept trying and then they were like, no, okay, go back to the original. But they got caught changing because Wikipedia, they they generally do publish who's trying to alter it. And then they've discovered a lot of Wikipedia has been uh, actually manipulated by intelligence agencies and associated people with the intelligence agencies because they do write the narrative of what is something. And Wikipedia is part of it. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that all any, anything that has that mainstream attention had to have some, some kind of, you know, a part in it. Sure, you get your fifteen, you know, your fifteen minutes of fame for just being some kind of weirdo. Don't get me wrong on things like that, but like the things that are regular in the media. You know, your, 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 your dudes that have been on the news for thirty plus years that are clearly a CIA agent in disguise. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's. It's it's Anderson, laughable to Anderson? me now. Vanderbilt? <laughs> it's laughable to me now that you don't see it, Colbert. Like like you know, like Lemon? they're just <laughs> they're they're just always just feeding the same thing. I keep being reminded here recently, like it's a video that I shared years ago, but it keeps popping back up in my TikTok feed recently of news stations all across the country saying the same line that was uh, S, that was um sinclair broadcasting i remember yeah. that that was specifically sinclair broadcasting who manages over 200 stations i think nationwide and they are an independent somewhat independent but uh somewhat also according to some they were like oh it's a little more right-leaning but it depends because it depends on the region so like if you see fox in new york city it's a way different Fox than what nationwide people see. It's a sure. it's a very straightforward, realistic Fox. Not like so the local Fox people like that version, <laughs> for example. So but Sinclair is part of a syndicate like like Clear Channel and other associations. And that's why the narrative. But that narrative is written by the C people like the CIA. Yeah, and that's it, been proven already. Like. There's been discussions on this. It's clearly, they even say it out loud. We manipulate the scripts on television shows and Netflix. Netflix, I was going to say, the great granduncle of the founder of Netflix is Sigmund Freud, which is fascinating. That's, That's good. correct. Well, you should put that up, uh, Jim, Bob. You should put that up in the, in the show notes is that Sinclair uh, montage because they're all right. saying, you know, it's, fake news is a danger to our democracy. And but you can see the repetition because, again, it's all about mind control. They all repeat the same thing because repetition is 85 percent of mind control is repetition. And it's a good it's a very good example that Sinclair montage of how they coordinate the ideas. And then the average person would see them. They have their subconscious mind pathway hacked, like Howie Mandel had it hacked in that video to the three kids by Justin Williams. And then that person who watched the Sinclair news report, they would exit it the next day, the next morning and go out. And they would talk at the, at the water cooler 
that misinformation is a danger to our democracy, they would say the exact same thing. And they're so hypnotized. They probably had a coffee, which makes them really prone to repeat what they heard the night before, because caffeine is very good at that. And they don't even realize the the only thing that comes out of their mouth is what they watched on the TV over the last five years. That's their whole rep. That's their whole library of intelligence is regurgitating what the TV told them. And then they tell other people. That, I mean, that's, that's completely true. You know, I don't know how many folks have ever worked in a job where you have that water cooler conversation and it's either what sports ball team did what they did the night before or what school was on the news or what murderer was doing this and stuff like that you know it's all by pfizer yeah brought to you by pfizer Pfizer. and you know you did something that i like to point out is it's usually always fear-based it's always fear porn or sensationalized you know and 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 as much flack as i get for saying this i'll even say that there's over sense People also go over the top when somebody like Alex Jones, you know, don't get me wrong. Has he been right a whole bunch and has he told a bunch of truth? Sure. More credible than CNN. But there's also been plenty of instances that I can recall and that I can even pull up and prove where he just went bananas and sensationalized something and it was completely fraudulent. I know he's got all that stuff going on right now with the lawsuits and stuff. And I, you know, that's a whole. That was the first case, by the way. There's three more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's oh, I know. Screwed. He's an idiot. And, I mean, and, but I mean, and that's and then, sure. That's a that's a way to, in a sense, that's a way of taking down alternative media. But like, yes. when you really when when you really dig down as far as I've dug into some of these rabbit holes, you know, you you worry about Alex Jones also being somebody that is just a controlled opposition, controlled opposition. of of this kind of thing. You know, he's sure is he a voice that is like again is he a voice that's spoken a lot of truth absolutely but he's also somebody that my my best example i can give which is an example i was given uh the other day is back when he he had uh bill cooper on and then went around telling everybody that he had to cancel bill cooper's episode which wasn't true and you know bill cooper's called him out several times for lying about things and then of course bill cooper got the cia's highest honor and we all know what that is two to the back of the head suicide and and yet alex jones is just getting drugged through court and being put on this stage because you know the the court cases that you always see on tv or that to get the publicity are always part of some stage show i didn't get to watch the epstein trial i didn't get to watch the glishin maxwell trial like those are trials that are important trials of the 21st century those are important trials but instead we're watching amber heard and johnny depp talk about their sex life same time who cares exact same time those are both two nut jobs that were on epstein's list if you look properly so you know why care about what those genius you know with the geniuses or whatever are doing over there with their lives and let's focus on the people that are doing these evil things like you know attacking kids and and working for alternative agencies like Mossad you know whoops slipped up but like you know these are real things that are going on and they have great effect on our lives here you know these these people in power that are using these mind control tactics and stuff are using them for a reason you know they're they're sitting there getting becoming fat cats and they they didn't change their lives they're 
their lives haven't slowed down. Their lives haven't gotten any harder. They're not on the brink of suicide because they can't meet make ends meet because of Lord knows what dealing with lockdowns and stuff like that. Like their their lives never changed. Ours Disaster are the lives. Capitalism. Disaster capitalism. I mean, just completely crumbling capitalism. It's the end of that. You know what I mean? Like it really is. It. It's. I make the joke before. Its peak was in like the late '80s, early '90s, and then after that, it just friggin' started going way downhill, like real fast, and it's been in a spiral since. Well, yeah. I see a bright side ahead. We haven't heard from you in a while. Oh, just, Jeff. oh no, I've been, I've been listening to the conversation. You're listening how everything goes unfold. But uh, right now, the laws and everything that's going on, it's for the peasants. It's not for it's not for them. Everything they're in, they're putting through is is designed for us. And it just we're we're in that early stages of the horror movie, and it's and unfortunately we haven't gone through hell yet. So we're almost like, oh Homer's Iliad Odyssey Homer's Odyssey. See, that's what we're going through right now. See, I think I think me and Bandit have talked about this before, um, and Jason Bandit is my regular co-host for uh for the show he just couldn't be with us this evening um but me and bandit have spoke on this before and we think we are already at the time of uh, strong men trying to make better times for us in the future like we've already seen the weak men make the bad times and we're we're in the bad times we've lived a lot of the bad times and now we've got men like jason and jeff yourself even Luis, all in our own different aspects and myself even you know like trying to build a better tomorrow for the next generation of people because i don't i don't want my kids to grow up and go well why the hell didn't my dad do something about these tyrants and you know our lifestyle and stuff like that no absolutely not it we might be secluded from modern society but we'll be at, we'll, we're just fine out here in the in the woods having our tight-knit community that we have and i'm pretty sure my kids will prosper just fine and probably do great things for this world like my my nine-year-old daughter is one strong-willed being that even i have trouble with but i don't want to break that spirit because she will change the world like she like she changes this the world in this household on a daily basis it's <laughs> wonderful oh man so man jason is there you know i've seen and I, I'm, I get a part of your newsletter. You know, you guys make sure you sign up for his newsletter. You can do that over here on his website that I'll make sure I share that you guys can get back to him, of course. But, you know, I, I get your newsletter just about every day. And whether it be talking about your podcast or things that you've written here recently, uh, you know, you're always you're always keeping up to date. And I think you have just a fabulous perspective on a lot of things. Like I know the current the current big fear porn that's going on is the whole monkeypox thing. And, you know, I, I like the point you made about it in your, in your most recent newsletter that come out and podcast and such. Yeah. This is a very old trick and as odd as it, as odd as it sounds, it's the same trickster the whole time. You can go back on Odyssey or bitch shoot. You can find a documentary called, HIV AIDS Fauci's first fraud and you're going to have to connect some dots there but they you know they're the size of the moon and the sun so they're not small and inside that documentary you'll find that it was Anthony Fauci who saw some sickness so there was some regular sickness in the gay community people in the gay community in the uh 
late 80s, mid 80s, they were getting sick, but not all of them, only the ones that were really, they were partying, they started their, you know, their gay villages, and they were under a lot of stress. So there was a lot of partying in this, this one segment. Is everybody still there? So in, in that one segment, they were staying up all night, doing a lot of drugs. They used these things called uh, M- ML nitrates, where it was like sniffing glue, but a lot worse. And they would use antibiotics and cocaine. And so these men that were partying all night were get, you know, their bot, they were dying. They were literally dying because your body runs on food, not on drugs. And then there's this general decomposition of the living, the living field. And you get all kinds of disease symptoms. So they would come into the the hospitals. Now, oddly enough, another dot you want to connect there is there was a hepatitis vaccine drive just for the gay community. And again, needles, they had nothing to do with hepatitis. They were just needles full of toxins and the propaganda brainwashing. Didn't they affect an actual population and some, I forgot the corporation had to actually apologize for intentionally drugging a certain group. I'm sorry, I forgot the exact name of collective, but in a country, they did drug people on purpose. They intentionally reused needles and everything. Well, there was there was a lot of toxicity targeting the gay community. And that's what the podcast was about today, was a sort of shout out to the gay community and say, look, this stuff has been going on a long time. And, you know, if you want to go watch that documentary and even in Bill Cooper's book, Behold the Pale Horse, his testimony was they they target the minorities, they target the First Nation and they target their gay community with the vaccines and with the medical, you know, the medical attacks. So we get I did find that on Odyssey, by the way. Yeah. and, And it's a great documentary. And of course, what they used to convince people they were sick because of a virus that didn't exist if you there's i'll send you the uh i'll send you my article proving that hiv has never been isolated connect the dots to SARS-CoV-2 it's never been isolated other than a computer simulation i'll t- show you there and even something like measles these viruses are uh, mythological okay and the reason the deep state is behind viruses the invisible virus as the reason that makes people sick is because they know what makes people sick. It's their poisons. So they get to outsource all the disease to these mythical viruses that have never been isolated, never been proven to exist. There's actually a group of 20 medical doctors and scientists that just came out and had a petition and challenged the medical community and the highest virologists to prove that the viruses exist and they're backing away from it because they know they cannot use validated criteria and research to prove any of these viruses exist. So in the HIV AIDS scam, they were also using, they did use the ELISA test, which is not test for a virus. They use the Western blot, which does not test directly for a virus, and they use the RT-PCR. That RT-PCR, real-time polymerase chain reaction test, is the exact same test that they're using for SARS-CoV-2 for COVID-19. And the (coughs) inventor... Exactly. The inventor, Kerry Mullis, (coughs) has come out before he died and said that it doesn't test for anything. It just, it magnifies uh, 
cellular debris and it cannot tell if someone's sick or not or what caused their sickness. And he died just before this whole SARS-CoV-2 thing rolled out. So there's a lot of connections there. And even in this one documentary called Caring Corrupted, The Killing Nurses of the Third Reich, <coughs> they, also well, seen that one too. they also highlight in that documentary that their primary targets were uh, the disabled, the seniors, and the gay community. So the gay community has to realize they have these targets on their back, and they also are being told that they're getting the red carpet kicked out uh, for them by the same ruling group. And it's just not true. So that's what that podcast, maybe we can put that in the notes. I just got to get some water guys. Continue. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, absolutely. You know, and, and you guys know, I will put, put this stuff in the notes. I will put the, uh, Jason's latest episode of his podcast in the notes for you guys to check out and listen to what he has to say there, because, you know, he's, I will say he's right on that. I've, I, you know, I know, I know, Gay folks have had different trials and tribulations throughout history and such. And, you know, I've got actually some interesting personal stories myself that have a little bit to do with it, too. You know, when we were growing up, we had the gay fella in the neighborhood and nobody felt any different about him and stuff like that. And there were people put, you know, just doing things to put their those kind of people's life at risk because they just have a hatred for them. And and it does seem that the people that actually have more of the hatred for that group of people, like Jason said just a moment ago, are the same people that are claiming to roll out the red carpet. One thing that, you know, one thing that's always been, you know, like mind blowing to me is when you hear them, you know, have it having these issues and people going after them just because of their lifestyle. Like this is this is a division tactic through and through like there's there's no reason to you know fight a division tactic just because of who you who you care about or who you love or how you choose to live your life it's not up to you to judge how someone else is living their life like that's that's just wild what, what you got there Luis, for me so uh luke montanier uh he was a french biologist that was uh fauci's uh, equivalent but in france in the time of of the of the AIDS crisis. And he actually actually made the research that showcased how the virus worked and operated here. This is a mar it was published around April, but it was from March, 2020. He breaks down. This is incredible to watch. He breaks down the virus, explains as a chimera, explains how it's got, it has malaria DNA, like HIV, like uh, AIDS DNA and combining it together as a form of a weapon in a lab. And he explains it and you realize, wait, why are they using ivermectin? Oh, because ivermectin is also good against malaria. Like you then connect the dots of what's going on. And you're like, oh, and Paxlovid works like an AIDS drug. It actually suppresses your immune system. Like it, it, it's crazy when you start looking at it. And this man sadly died recently. He was in his 80s. But this person designed a way to send over email so over an email attachment, it, the encoded DNA of someone that you can then recode in water. So he can copy it and then code it back from an email. Wow. So he figured out how to do that. That's and the things he was working on. There's a documentary I can share on that, too, because this man was an incredible human being and was trying to tell the truth. And he was part of that project you were talking about in Europe, about the, the, the Nuremberg, too. He's, he was part of it. 
right before he died. He testified on that subject as well. So you can look more on him. He's an incredible human being. Incredible mind. Jeff, I seen you send me that about the stuff about Lyme disease being um, a biological weapon. And it's funny that you brought that up because, you know, here recently there it's coming out that everybody that's having degenerative brain issues uh, might have Lyme disease. It's a very possibility. I, I saw Chris uh, Newby. She was in a couple of uh, short interviews I found online, but I haven't really followed much more, but that's the book link to it in there. But yeah, the, uh, the whole aspect of it is quite remarkable because she was able to speak with a doctor that began the initial research on uh, the island that's in New Jersey or New York over in the East Coast where they begin all this stuff. And he, when he retired, he fled to Montana and she got to sit down and go through all of his notes and his paperwork and his case study and put together a book. It's important everybody know that the test for Lyme is the ELISA test or the Western blot and, and the RT-PCR test as well. So none of these tests can test for a virus. And everybody needs to ask some questions that if these viruses exist, why is there no test for them? <clears throat> there is no test for a virus. There's all those entities that test for Lyme or HIV or any of these viruses test for antibodies. But if, if the antibody, why can't you test for a virus? So why can no one invent a test that tests for a virus? This is what people have to ask themselves. And it's because these viruses don't exist. You can go to a new documentary by... Uh, Andrew Kaufman called Terrain Theory. You can find it on Odyssey. There's The Virus Delusion is another great documentary if anybody wants to see that. And again, if you, you can go to, um, I can't remember the, the name now, but I'll send you some documentaries and talks. And the reason this is so propped up is because poison makes people sick. And if the whole world knew that, and don't forget, visible poisons like a bottle of tequila that's very easy to identify. Doritos, very easy to identify. Bag of Oreos, hot dogs, these things make you sick. And then they're telling you when you come in sick after you consume these things or like the, uh, the people in the gay community were coming in saying, I don't feel so good. I haven't slept in seven days. I've been on the, the poppers all, all night and I've done about three grams of Coke. Those are very, you can identify them very easily, but you, but if you convince people that only invisible viruses make you sick and that they're the only ones with the equipment that can test for the invisible viruses, this is where they have you in their hands because they can poison you right into the stone age uh, with their poisons. And then you sort of comply thinking it's some kind of mysterious uh, causation, but I'm just trying to inform the public of why they're so invested in this. It's been hundreds of years in the making, even two or 300 years in the making. There is no invisible microbes that make you sick. It's visible poison. And they don't want you to know, because if you knew visible poison made you sick, it all traces back to their hand. A hundred percent. And in so many ways, you know, that's, that's something that's been a mission of mine for a long time, whether it be here or wherever anybody else finds me is, is I'm big into trying to, 
show you more holistic ways. There's there's plenty of books that I recommend on a regular one. One that I carry, I, I joke around and say it's like my my medicine bible is the 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 Back to Eden by Jethro Klaus because it just shows so much in there about you know medicinal plants and foods and stuff that grow right in your yard that you've been convinced by these same people that are making your food to spray their poison on because you know it's poison and makes your yard look bad get rid of those dandelions get rid of that ragweed get rid of you know whatever that is over there in the corner of your yard that might look cool but it doesn't look as good as this pretty grass and it's just like no no that's that is totally this this vibrational earth that you live in putting plants in your vicinity that your that it knows your body needs you know we we my 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 wife is big into the natural healing realm and we try to live in that realm as much as possible when it comes to like teas and stuff we drink because there's healing properties in all of these herbs and drinking them in the forms of teas and stuff i can honestly say i don't I cannot recall the last time that I went and put up with a modern medical professional's nonsense other than an emergency situation, because don't get me wrong. Medical science has advanced to where emergency situations, sweet, I'm not losing that arm, or you wouldn't even know that I had to have corrective plastic surgery. That's why I have this beautiful chip because I had a Rottweiler rip my face in half once and you know, medical science can be a great thing, but when you have people that are lobbying to control you and make you a customer for life, that's where the problem in lies. And that's where I think people need to get wiser and take more of a stand against these things because there's no reason to keep putting a Band-Aid on something that is just going to get infected. Like you, you've got to actually get to the root of the problem, the source of the issue, and whether it be a mixture of mental and physical and in, in the aspect of exercise and what you're putting into your body, you know, these are important things. If you want that, live that long, healthy life with your children or live that long life to see your grandkids one day, you know, these are the changes that you have to make so that you don't end up in a mobile cart with diabetes and heart disease and Lord knows what else eating your body away, because that's all really disease to the body is, is just, you know, things like cancer and stuff is just the reaction to putting all of these poisons in your body. And, and it's not just, you know, like the food and stuff either, you know, the, the things around your environment need to be checked too. And I'm talking like the things you clean your house with or the things that you, you know, you drink your water from or whatever and stuff like that, you know, the stuff you eat your food with. There's a reason that a lot of our ancestors used, you know, coppers and golds and stuff like that, because these metals had, you know, better properties to them for our body when it came to this kind of stuff. And now it's either plastic silverware or, you know, nickel plated aluminum and, you know, things that are, you really don't need to be putting in your body that do alter the compound of your body like you know putting these things in your body literally can mutate your body and your your genes to sickness i guess is the best happened route to the like, romans the romans yeah. were using lead in everything and you saw, saw the actual degradation of the empire came because of the lead use 
because that's how they got so bloodthirsty. That's how they became so hyper violent when they were doing the events in the Colosseum, the Circus Maximus. They had to amp up the violence and amp up the violence and amp up the violence to the point that you were actually watching people truly killing themselves in battleship scenes in the Colosseum. They would fill up the Colosseum with water and they would have battleships inside of it and people actually killing each other because they were slaves that the option was if you survive this, you gain your freedom. So you had to just kill to survive. And that's what would, and, and you look at society now, you have all these poisons and in different parts of the world, we thankfully lowered the amount of lead in our systems. And it was shown definitively that when we look, took out lead out of the fuel, the collective violence and Freakonomics did a great uh, like analysis on this. And they saw there was also a potential correlation between the legalization of abortion because both happened almost simultaneously. Um, but it's really, really fascinating to see when we took out the lead, violence 20 years later went down because those children were not poisoned. And it's fascinating. Yeah, that that's absolutely true, Luis, is the more poison the society, the more violent they get. And it's a good analogy of what's going on today. People are killing each other to try and survive. The cops are killing the people. The people are killing their own kids. Uh, the politicians are killing the public because it's the same horse and pony show. It's the exact same group. This group is very old. They're thousands of years old. And if people want to know how old this ruling group is that use the same smoke and mirror show on us, uh, David Whitehead just had a new documentary. Maybe you could put it in the show notes. It's called Cult of the Medics. And uh, yes. he's the co-host with Michael Tessarian on i don't know what podcast he is but michael tessarian could be one of the smartest men on the planet david whitehead has taken a lot of michael's uh, information and put it into cult of the medics there's eight chapters of it currently and it's uh, absolutely fantastic to show you how old this cult is it's a cult it's a black magic cult it's a death cult and they actually believe killing human beings releases energy into the ether uh, that they can harvest that's why they're so that's why they're after the gay community. They're after the native community, the First Nations community. They're after absolutely everybody because they believe that uh, human sacrifice is, is a form of energy harvesting. And, 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 you know, if you guys are you guys are familiar with the other channel that I hang out on where I do my show, my live show on Saturday nights on the Red Pill Project on Makes You Think, David Whitehead's actually been over there with us doing a uh, project with Josh Reed, the the founder of Red Pill Project called the Mars Chronicles. And it's it there's there's a lot of good stuff he's got going on in that, too. Like, oh, I, yeah, the, I love a, David Whitehead. He's he's a he, very, very smart he, fellow. Like he's he's, awesome. he's somebody that if you don't know who he is, I advise you to jump out there and find him because he's a he's a smart guy. These are just these are just bad people. Even the word cable, when you said it, you got to understand if you watch David's documentary, you'll understand it more. But cable is cable which just means ka means spirit, like ba and ka in Egyptian means spirit and body. That's why we call it body, B-A, it's pronounced B-A, but it's spelled B-O, body. And ka bull or cable just means, you know, the spirit of the bull. And if you go back into David's documentary, you'll see that all this psychological manipulation originated in the bull cult of Molish this child sacrifice cult. And they're still sacrificing kids today because they can convince parents to kill their own children. They use the same psychological manipulation for thousands and thousands of years. This fixing of the gaze 
and other psychological manipulation techniques don't have to be done through the TV. They can be done in uh, Shakespearean plays, stage plays, and even government announcements at the Agora. And this is how they used to place this under mind control thousands of years ago as well. And David will expose that in the documentary. It's fantastic. Yeah, he's it, it's definitely some good stuff you guys need to check out because you're you're right, Jason. This stuff does go way back. A lot of these people that are in charge today have have had this plan or have been trying to enact this thing for quite some time. You know, they they had all the time in the world to enact this stuff out because look at look at people like that evil lizard, the queen. You know, like she's been alive and around for quite some time. Like I, I make jokes quite frequently about her. Like she is just somebody that needs to go already. Because I think she's finally gone by now. Hopefully, you think she's finally gone? I hope so. Well, I'm pretty sure Luis is is could be correct. Is that she? I don't know if she's. A lot of people haven't seen her in a while. Passed away. And if she has passed away, her spirit is being because this is what the Egyptian Book of the Dead was about is getting someone near death and trying to transfer them over their consciousness over to something else. They've been working on this stuff a long time. This is what the Egyptians were masters at. What's in the body? What makes you alive? What's consciousness? Can we can we uh, preserve it upon death? They thought long and hard about this. And this is the foundational black magic that's ruling our world today. It, it, if people knew how old this group was or how evil they were or how many times they, they've you know ground us in the hamburger patty, uh, Max Egan had someone on yesterday on his podcast called The Crow House who went to prison for 26 years in Texas and was in charge of the libraries. And they they moved out all the old books and he was reading books that were hundred years old. And supposedly this group grinds us into hamburger patty every 138 years. If you want to go watch that interview, it's mind blowing. He was in prison for 26 years in charge of these old books and he read them all and uh, copied them. Wow. Uh, like that. I'll, I'll definitely have to look into that for sure. And I'll, and you guys know that I'll make sure I get all those links. And as I normally do, I'll get all the links of everything that we've talked about this evening. Cause I know we have covered quite a bit, but um, so before we get ready to start uh, getting close to wrapping this up, Luis, Jeff, you got anything else you want to throw out here to Jason or ask Jason? Well, I was going to throw out there, but those who are familiar with uh, the queen Elizabeth, there are photos floating around of her giving the, uh, uh, the Heil symbol to Hitler back in England, so that they're all black and white. So they're floating mm. around whether it's true or not. But I wanted to bring up, like you were talking about uh, cleansing and such, and and Doctor CV because during before Lisa uh, Lopez was either killed or murdered, but she was talking about the beginning right before she had left Honduras, beginning a hundred day cleanse of just using Irish sea moss and replenishing her body and moving through all that stuff. And I think that's why uh, it, it's not really talked about as a practice because it could think it really will rejuvenate a person's mind, body, and their soul. I believe fasting does just in general, like I'm, I'm, you know, some of them long fast, I'm a little leery on, but you know, I, I'm big into fasting and you know, after what is it like after three days, you can completely reset your metabolism if you do it properly. So, you yeah, know, so it's, you have to have that right amount of salts and vitamins. Uh, yeah. person I think did it for with medical supervision for over 300 days. They've lost hundreds of pounds. 
this person did not eat for hundreds of days. Oh, yeah, back now, in the seventies. Yeah, well, I well, I mean, not, it's a really not interesting just, study on fasting. The Russians believe that if you fasted for forty days, you could cure even cancer. Like the well, and some people have spoken about the the truly beneficial uh, effects. Of course, again, under medical supervision, because you're gonna feel not so good. Until you get to day five, usually they say. Then after day five, like the cravings really go down. Un Unchained did. Uh, you, and I know you're familiar with him. There's another guy we have on our show that I was trying to have here this evening because I know he'd have loved this conversation. But um, Unchained is a guy. He did. He did like a 14 day, like just no fast, and it's something that he had learned and things that. And he talks about it in his book too. That somebody that's overweight, like whatever pound overweight you are. That's how much like food you have stored in. That's how many days you have stored in your body. One pound like is that. 3,500, 700 calories, I think. One yeah. pound. Yeah. So imagine. Yeah. You know, and you, and you know, your body, your body could just eat. That's, you know, a lot of those people that, that when they, when they start doing this fasting and stuff like that, they realize that their body is just eating, not, not only eating this fat and stored up stuff that's in your body, but it is also going after disease. Like I, I have seen many success stories of people dropping the garbage food and stuff like that. And even the idea of doing chemo and just abruptly changing their diet to natural things and fasting and it just flipped their whole life around and they're here with us today still so you know there's definitely something to all of that the what you put in your body is what you get out 100 percent. well well of course but let me go around the table real quick louise where can we find you uh, right now, uh, the easiest way to find me is on Instagram, Lisa Reeve Looks. Uh, we're working on building for Escape from New York a lot more stuff, but it's going to be great. And thankfully, now with Jim Pop, also, you'll find me with him. It's you always find Luis here if I can get him. <laughs> if I can get him, he is always here with me because I just, you know, I love Luis's perspective. He's, he's, he's a from from where i said i think he's one of the more intelligent people that i get to talk to on a regular basis and i am glad to know him and to have come across him jeff of course we know you're on bucks of america podcast where else uh what's that other one we can find you on again dosed after dark so we just have our two platforms just youtube and instagram so pretty easy to find us on both of them uh, consistent ever er, marketing all the way across the board so this way then everything is easy to find Fantastic. And Jason, is there, um, you know, I mean, of course, I'm going to share links back to you and many of the things that you talked about this evening. And is there somewhere specific everyone can come and find you on a regular basis? Uh, you can come to my, I have a podcast page on SoundCloud called The Psychology of Freedom. I, I didn't want to put my name on it because I thought they would find me, but they found me anyway. Not, not the people they want to service, but you know, the people you don't want to find. Of course. Of course. So you could, I have Jay Kristoff as my website. It's uh, Kristoff is Christ with an OFF on the end. And I'm on Facebook too, but things are pretty censored there. But I'm I just on a 30 day to, myself. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I've, it's like prison, right? We're in and out of prison all the time. All the time. But people should, I just wanted to end with that uh, Fauci's first fraud. I wanted people, to, we'll put that podcast up on the show notes, right, uh, Jim Bob? Yes, I will. And, and it's important to know that the, the parallels are really eerie because they would use the RT-PCR, which attests the test for nothing, to find an HIV virus that never existed. And as soon as you tested positive because 
the RT-PCR, the more cycle thresholds that you turn up, the more positives you'll generate. It's like a random number generator. They would give the, um, the HIV patient AZT, which is a black market ca uh, failed cancer therapy. And the reason it was a failed cancer therapy is because it killed almost everybody in the, in the trial research. So you have this same scenario going on today using the RT-PCR again, and then they say that you have COVID and encourage you to get a shot that's being fatally, it's very fatal uh, across a wide, wide spectrum of the population. So you can see Fauci's involved. And this is these, these they're basically ancient Egyptians that believe in uh, dark magic, black magic, and soul capture and spirit capture. And this is the average person is so far away from even, they don't even understand they're being euthanized, let alone they're in some, some kind of weird virtual black magic reality right now. And, so and that's you know, how that goes. Yeah, no, no, no. Music is spells. Yeah. Music is spells, words are spells, English language is spells. You know, I've said this before. There's the English language is like seven different ones hiding in a trench coat, pretending to be one. And a lot of it does have to do with spells, spelling. You know, these are these are all real things, real true facts, guys. You know, these are things I'd implore you to look into. Of course, I, I always want you guys to go check out my buddies here, Jeff and Luis, and definitely go check out Jason. Jason, I think it has been an absolute pleasure having you this evening. I hope you get to come back again and join us one night because this this is the kind of conversations i like to have these tough conversations that everybody's scared of you know like no guys these these are the things we need to talk about if we want to change you know we've we've got to bring change in this world and the best way to do it is having these tough conversations and putting the putting this information out into not only the internet but as you mentioned earlier putting this information out into the ether because it will reach the people it needs to reach when it needs to reach them that's that's just a thing that i've always believed and you know try to run by i even if i only get one mind for this episode that's one mind that has figured it out and is now on the side of freeing themselves as jason would say from self-sabotage and you know <laughs> so i appreciate you guys joining me this evening and i again i will make sure that every link we talked about tonight and every link to get back to these guys will be found and easy to take care of and of course, you guys make sure you get back to my website over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com to check everything out. Before I, before we sign off for the night, you know, I've got to ask, how much does a pirate, how much does it cost for a pirate to get his ears pierced? How much? A buck an ear. Thank you guys. Uh. Have a great night. <laughs> Dad jokes for days.